Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, beautiful listeners. Welcome, guys, back to Faithfully Unapologetic. We're your hosts, Kelly and Jaina, my amazing and beautiful daughter. We're a mom and daughter duo. Yes. Mom and teen duo. She just graduated, which we talk about a lot now. Yeah. You know, I'm an adult or whatever. You're an adult now, officially out of school. Officially out of school. So, and we're here today to talk to you, which I'm really excited about because we're talking about perfection. But we're also talking about weakness. Yeah. Wait a second. Who's bringing that in here? I'm, I'm all about perfection. Where's this weakness coming from? Yeah. Well, I would also agree with you. I, as a perfectionist, as a perfectionist and a people pleaser, it's really easy for me to go into a mode where everything needs to be perfect. I want the control. I need everything to be perfect. I need to be perfect. And I just want to be perfect third than perfectness. Right. Can like be. Powerhouse, man. I'm a powerhouse. Yeah. Super mom. Get everything done. I don't need anybody else. Yeah. Just being like self sufficient and not needing anything else or having to bring anyone else into it because you are already perfect yourself and that's so hard to just I don't know how to explain it but you just want everything your way you want to be the way that you want to be it's a natural I think it's a natural inclination for humans to strive for this false perfection yeah because it's false because everybody's perfection and their mind is different from the person sitting right next to you. That's very that's very true. But so, the weird thing for me is how do we why, why do we even have this inclination to be perfect? Ah, and that is a great question to ask yourself. But it's because God is perfect. God is perfect and we are made in his image and so coming from something that is perfect, we're striving kind of for that even though we know that we're not going to be subconsciously we have this drive for this perfection because while we may not remember we are made in the image of god we are a part of god we are one we are whole we are one body so that is imprinted upon us i believe subconsciously i would say so too because like you said everyone's idea of perfection is different but perfect is perfect nonetheless and right. God is perfect. So for us to be wanting that, we nothing can't come from, or anything can't come from nothing. And so exactly. we know we want so, perfection, but that comes from God. Absolutely. So if you're like me or my daughter, we both claim to be, I try to say I'm a recovering perfectionist. I don't know if that's 100% true because it's so strongly embedded. But 
perfection is not bad because God is perfect, but he yeah. is the only thing that is perfect. And so it's not a bad thing, but then we come to this weakness piece and it's like, Ugh, that makes me kind of shudder. Weakness. It kind of does. But it's, it's something that we all deal with and struggle with is right. our own weakness. And like, so as a perfectionist, when I feel like I've failed in anything, I feel weak. Yes, and vulnerability, it's that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And vulnerability... You kind of feel exposed. Yeah, it makes you feel very uncomfortable. And yeah, who, just a little uncomfy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and who likes to feel uncomfortable? Raise your hand high, and this time I am not raising my hand high. I am not raising my <laughs> hand either. I'm not raising it at all. No. I don't like to feel uncomfortable. And so what we're going to talk today about is, is that weakness. We're going to talk about how God's power is made perfect in our weakness yeah now how amazing does that sound well sounds pretty darn good to me (laughs) so really if you want to stick around with us because really what we're going to talk about and we're going to let you know what really this does is it helps you to break out of that worry right yeah and you're able to move into trusting god with everything that you have yeah, and so if you, that's what we're going to dig into a little bit deep here is really breaking out of that worry and moving yeah. to trusting God. Because with that, we open up ourselves to our real weaknesses, right? We don't cover yeah. it up with this false perfection. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, we create a much more intimate relationship with God. And then God can move his mountains and miracles. Yeah, when you let God lives. in, he just... He goes. He goes, baby. He goes. And so our first, we'll start right away with tip number one. Tip number one. waiting around here. Tip number one. Do not worry. Don't worry. Uh, Don't worry. Be happy. (laughs) Don't worry. Be happy. And how simple is that? (laughs) It's cliche. But the thing is, it's it's cliche and it's really hard. (laughs) It is. Telling someone not to worry is like... It's like a slap in the face. It is really like a slap in the face. So we're not slapping you, though? No. We're gently (laughs) patting you on the face. (laughs) Yeah, we're giving you a love pat on the face and say, don't worry. Yeah. And it's not... It's not... Sweet listener. What's that one word? It's not... Sarcastic? (laughs) It's not sarcastic. It's not... What? It's just with a C. I'm not sure. Uh, So we'll let you think about that. Like, when you laugh at me, I was like, don't be... Con- it's not condescending. Oh, no. We're not saying in a condescending oh, there you way. Go. Yes. No, we're not condescending at all because we're right there with you. Yeah. Right? It's like we worry every single day. But yeah, it's kind of like tell breathing. You. But worrying is kind of like breathing. Right. Not to worry. But we have been able to get our worry under control yes. immensely with these three things. And number one is to understand not to worry. And I'm just going to start off right away with the Bible verse. Yes, go ahead. Dive deep into that. Dive deep into this because this is not really a suggestion. This is a command from God that says, don't worry. It's in the Bible. Um, He talks about it more than once, but I'm going to read Matthew. I love Matthew. That is my guide to life. And this is a beautiful, beautiful verse right here with a guide to life. And it says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Oh, I, I, I love this one. It's, it's definitely one of those ones you hear a lot, but 
it's like truth. It this is. is like so much truth. It's like we need to just pause, reflect, and see the truth in the statements. Mm-hmm. It's like we're not even guaranteed tomorrow. So to sit here and worry about tomorrow, the next day, the next year, the next month, the next decade, it's like you're honestly robbing yourself of the moment. Right. And you're and robbing yourself of being able to see God's blessings in in the moment that you're in. Because if you're worrying, you're not focused on the now. You're right. focused on a future that might not even Happen. be. So that's where you are. But then you're missing out of the blessings in the moment. There's so many blessings each and every moment. So it's like a thief that comes in the night to steal. It's coming during the day. It's coming in your mind. And it's stealing you of your life. Yeah. And it, it, breaks, it breaks down so much of your spirit and your soul and your physical body. I mean, like like you said, we were, t- we were practicing this earlier. It's researchers like, have found it. Yeah. You can literally become physically sick because of worry. And I, I know how, what that's like because if I get too stressed out or anxious, I can get a headache or stomach ache. But it, those symptoms can go way beyond yeah. a stomach ache and a headache. Research has pretty much proven, science has pretty much proven that all disease comes from stress. Stress comes from worry. Yeah. Typically, people stuck and overwhelmed. So we really want to move out of that worry because it is not helping you at all. And so no, God never meant for us to be stuck in this worry. He wants us to have peace. He yeah, says that he does. many times in the Bible. The first thing he said when he saw his apostles after he rose from the dead is peace be with you. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what God wants, peace for you. You can't have this peace when you have this worry. No, and it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rob you of so much of your life. Right, and so what you really want to do is you want to bring this worry to God. Mm-hmm. You want to bring it in prayer. You want to bring it in reflection. And I think we've talked about this before in the past, but literally ask the Holy Spirit to come and help you to take the worries from your mind, to help you prioritize your day and show you what to do next. Yeah. Because we've both talked about this. And for me, seriously, this is absolutely true. It's that when I'm stuck and overwhelmed, I have this huge list to do. I feel sick. I can't move. I can't think. Um, Oftentimes it's at night because uh, that's a little tip about worry. Get your sleep. Because uh, when you're not getting enough sleep, the worry just comes tumbling in even faster. Yeah, I mean, your thoughts are just spinning and you can't really stop it. No. And so it's typically at night and I'd be like, oh, dear God, please help me. Show me what to do. Holy Spirit, come. You know, show me my priority. I wake up in the morning. Literally, this happens all the time. And I'm like, what did I even have to do? Yeah, what, what, what do I have to do? What was I so worried about? I, I, my, I don't even know what the list was. I mean, God takes care of it. The Holy Spirit comes. He clears it away. My priorities are there. And I have a beautiful day. Yeah, like you already, like God plants that seed of what he wants you to do. And then you go do it. <laughs> you don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about even cutting out the fluff. Right. But we'll move on to number two right now. Yeah. Which is, and this is a fact, and this is what God tells us, that God's power is made perfect in our weakness. Yeah, and so kind of to guide us through this one, I want to read our second Bible verse, and it comes from 2 Corinthians twelve nine, and it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Wow. Okay, this one is 
so so good and i didn't even realize this until now and you know i've, I've read this one multiple times but it hits me different it hit me different when we were practicing this because i realized that a lot of the the, the christian or the way that society views christians is like oh they're like pollyannas they just see the world through rose-colored glasses and they can believe in god because they have no troubles they have no weakness right. they're just they're going on about their life and everything's perfect but the little pollyannas and good for you everything turns out what you know yeah perfect but but the thing is like a lot of the christian artists or christian influencers that i follow or listen to they have dealt with the real life stuff they have gone through deaths of partners deaths of children depression suicide cancer it's yeah all of it's in <laughs> all of it prison mm-hmm. all these different things and those are the people i follow too yeah and they like they they boast about it their testimonies aren't like oh i'm perfect everything's fine like god is so good and i just i'm living my life like they're digging deep into their testimony and they're they're really exposing themselves I'm talking about the ugliness but they're exposing themselves because they're boasting about amazing how amazing god is and his power and the power that he has to change their lives so it's exactly as this verse is saying yeah. therefore i will boast more gladly about my weakness because god's power is made perfect in it yeah and so that is so beautiful and for me you know what really blows me away is some of the testimonies from people who've been in prison it's Mm -hmm. like i've seen and read testimonies and seen people speak who are basically what some people might call the scum of the earth they're evil doers (laughs) Yeah, yeah they're doing everything horde that you can think of like some of these people they've, they've done it yeah and then all of a sudden they find god typically they find god in prison mm-hmm. um that is common and it changes everything this mm-hmm. person is completely changed to hear them talk about the life that they led which they don't you know get focused or lost in it or stirred up too much but it's just like this is where i was and they're talking about robbing and stealing and bad things and maybe even killing but the love of christ changed everything they never number one had that love ever before in their whole life and no one has ever followed through like god has followed through he hasn't showed up for or they have no one showed up for them like god has right so how affirming is that i mean for me it just solidifies my faith when i see these people who are giving everything to God in their praise and their love and their time and their money and they have made such significant change which which honestly in working in mental health and everything people would deem it impossible right yeah to go from this bad person to that bad person without God in their life yeah and so I would say it's kind of impossible honestly yeah because it, it's I mean personally I think it's for me, I'm talking about myself only, mm-hmm. but that's pretty difficult to get through this life for me, myself, without God. I mean, he's yeah. been my rock, my salvation, uh, and, and my joy. And it's like what yeah. makes me happy every single day in this peace. I was doing the same thing. And another and, thing to add about this is, like, God doesn't, he he's not just gonna make you perfect (laughs) he has to break you down and i think another thing we want to talk about is when we're looking back looking back on our lives whatever it's a lot 
harder to be in the moment and see God's blessings. But when you look back, right. you could be like, oh my goodness. Yes. Wait, God was working and he was doing all these things for me and you're able to see the blessings. But I'm working now on seeing the blessings in the moment, even when I am struggling through things and I, I do struggle with weakness. I want yeah, to be able to see those his, is, his blessings in my weakness instead of, oh, looking back and be like, oh, well, now I see it. But, like, that's a beautiful thing as well. But to recognize his blessings in the moment is something I, I'm working on. And that's really hard to do. I mean, it's Very hard. so hard to do. It's like, so it takes practice. So don't worry if it feels like you're not going to be able to do it because yeah. it does take practice. It takes consciousness and awareness. And it even takes practice to go back and see God's hand working in your life. Yeah. But all the miracles that we have witnessed in some of the toughest places that I have been, some of them life-threatening, right? I look back and I can see God's hand, right, like you said, all over things and all these blessings and miracles, yeah. like dancing all around that by man's view would be almost impossible, really. Yeah. But with God's hand imprint all over it, it's, like, amazing. And so one of the things that I have found is that in the moment, sometimes – in order, right, to see the blessings, it can be really hard. And so the one step that you can take to do in a really hard situation where you want to see the blessings but you can't is to just thank God for something really simple, something really basic, such as, dear God, thank you for the air that I breathe. Mm -hmm. Because if you're alive and you're talking to God here on this planet, you're breathing. You're already blessed. So you're blessed. You can take you can take something as simple as that. Thank you for the chair that I am sitting on. Yeah. Thank you for the clothes that are covering my body. Thank you for my husband sitting next to me. Yeah. Um, anything, everything. Just start with that. But the more that you keep going with this, the more you start realizing, like, wow. I really do have a lot of blessings to be thankful for, even though I'm in this place that feels really comfortable and is scaring me out of my mind. Sometimes it is scaring you out of your mind. But if you stay focused on God and his blessings and his miraculous power and, you know, ask him to help you, he will hold you with grace. And that grace is that peace. Yeah, and you're going to find it a lot harder to worry which is this is going back to the first one yeah the don't worry yeah that we know that some things get really really difficult mm -hmm. in life and so and that worry wants to consume us but the more i have found i keep going back to god right letting go of the worry letting go of the fear and focusing on god creating communication asking him for his help asking the holy spirit to guide me and thanking god for what he has given me in this moment right now yeah it's a beautiful way to find God's power made perfect in our weakness. Kind of going back to the second, our second point, I was talking about how God has to break us down in yes. order to, in order to make us the way that he wants us to be. Like weakness has a purpose in our life, right? It absolutely does. God did not just put us through what he put us to have us be the same way when we come out of it he wants us to grow from that he wants us to become the person and fulfill the purpose that he has for us and sometimes our weakness feels like it's pointless but then we look back like we were talking about and you see oh my goodness I'm a better person because of because I ran to God during my weakness and I could see that his perfection was showing and his perfection and his power was 
on me and my family. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, what we had talked about before, maybe in the past a little bit, but that weakness, um, God, right, designed weakness, just as you said, because it draws us closer to him. Yeah, you don't really recognize God, God's perfection when you're just living your life in your teen right when you're perfect and you got everything going your way and you're king of the hill and queen of the hill whatever you want to be <laughs> i guess honestly right it's like it gets who needs god yeah you kind of feel like you can be self-sufficient but mm-hmm. when i'm self-sufficient perfect, perfect my energy word. runs out so much self-sufficient i can do everything right you can get kind of high on this and you have all this control and this and that but right burnout baby and you forget about god yeah you forget about god and even honestly you know as we talk about these things and what we want to do and not worry and um embrace our weakness that leads us to our third point it does but i just want to say that during the day i find myself every day I mean, I have to be conscious of being staying in the moment because mm-hmm. it's very easy to have things going on with work and school and family things and vacations and even just summer and gardening, right, where you have this list of things to do. Mm-hmm. You get up, you do it, you're running around, you're getting things done, and all of a sudden I find myself disconnected from God. Yeah. It doesn't take very long at all. No. It can only take an hour. Take a second. <laughs> take a second. Boom. All of a sudden, my mind's on all these other things, and the worry's creeping in, and the overwhelm's starting. I have all this stuff to do, and it's like, I don't have time to do my devotions. I don't have time to read the Bible. I don't yeah. even have time to stop and talk to God because I'm too tired. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> too but tired. I'll turn on the radio. Boom. <laughs> I'll turn on the TV. Like, why is, why is watching TV... Uh, less less work than talking to our creator. <laughs> because TV's dumping things into your mind where you're controlling your mind and talking to God the other yeah. way. Yeah. And so it it takes practice and it takes cons- consistent communication with God, yeah. which, right, leads us into our next one. It does. So our last point is trust. Trust fully in God. Being able to trust fully in him that your weakness is being made perfect in his perfection, that your weakness has a purpose, and... That your weakness is drawing you closer to God. Yeah. He wants you to be near. He wants you to call him daddy. He wants to be your father. He wants to be the person that protects you, that takes care of you, that keeps you safe, that loves you always, no matter what. Yeah. Unconditionally. He, he, wants, he wants to be bae before anyone else. He wants to be bae. Bay, Bay. He wants to be Bay. <laughs> All right, we're going to some teen slang here, and for us older people, you'll have to explain that. Bay, B A E, before anyone else. Oh. He wants to be Bay. <laughs> bay. I had no idea what you were saying. He wants to be Bay. Before anyone else. Before anyone else. I see. I love that. But it's true, though. God really does want to be before anyone and anything else. 
Yes, because he is the perfection, right? So yeah. who do we want to really give our time Cut to? Cut out the middleman and just go straight to the source. So, yes, amen. I love that. Perfection. Yeah. God yeah. is perfection. Just plug right into him. Yeah, and, and you have access to it 24-7. So. 24-7. You don't need that perfection. You don't need it on your own shoulders. No. Just give it to God. No. So don't worry. Get out of here. Get, don't worry. Embrace your weakness and put all your trust and faith in God. Indeed. Indeed. And that is really keeping that communication going and always turning to him and yeah. always praying and always talking and always gratitude, thanking him, thanking him is yes. huge in all of this. And when you do that, right, that, that joy is going to be a glimmer in your heart. That peace is going to come mm-hmm. in and joy. You're going to be able to feel a joy like I can tell you, well, from my own experience, I guess I can only speak from my own experience, there's joy and peace is unlike any other earthly feeling because it's a it's a contentment and it's not dependent upon anything else no it's not dependent on your circumstances like when you're trusting in god and and recognizing that he's there Mm -hmm. your life my life i found has there's so much more peace in it yes i'm able to be okay with my not okayness like i'm able to be okay with my weakness and my own like faults right you can embrace and love you for you the way god designed you and you don't have to keep worrying about trying to upgrade i mean god wants us to do our best but he needs us to love us as us the way he designed us and then we can draw close and move forward and transform with his guidance yeah we don't want to update with the world we want to update with god (laughs) right and the more i have this peace the more i have this contentness the more i have this joy the more i want more of it oh i feel that i feel that for sure dude i was in like this this moment a few months ago where I was like, I just, I literally just wanted to sit down and read my Bible all the time. <laughs> and it's, and it's a beautiful thing. It's kind of like the more you run around, the more you watch TV, the more you binge watch, the more you want to do it. The more it. you hang out with friends. <laughs> uh, the more you want to hang out, right. The more you want, need more friends. It's like, um, guess what? You can put that to your advantage Yeah. by if- focusing and putting your energies toward God, mm-hmm. who is, should be number one. Yeah. If you are a follower, once we place that our trust in him, right, everything becomes easier. I wouldn't say easier, but I would say simpler. Simpler and They're more enjoyable. Kind of sim- like Maybe more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say life becomes more enjoyable because, like we're talking about, your mood is not dependent on... Or the way that you feel is not dependent on your circumstances. You just have this overwhelming joy because you know that God's working. That when you're weak, his per his power is perfect. Right. And so even, like I say, it's, it's a constant um, awareness that you have to have. Because, you know, life happens and I'm crabby and I'm mad about something and somebody. And, right, you know, I've, I can fluctuate throughout the day with events and people and things. But, you know what? I don't get stuck there. Yeah. The no. more... I focus on God and communicate with them. And um, the more I can, like, move out of this and say, okay, you know, it's really not about me, you know, and God's really my priority. And if I'm really upset about something, right, praying definitely yes. will cool, make, give me clarity mm-hmm. and let go of maybe some hurt feelings or some things or some goals that I had that are, like, 
oh, maybe this isn't the right goal. Yeah, I would say that you're, when you trust in God, your priorities become a lot clearer. Right. They do. They can. So, that's kind of what we have for you today. Finding perfection in our weakness. Yeah. First, you got to, first, to, in order to recognize God's perfection, you need to stop worrying. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to say be happy, but I'll say don't worry. Talk to God. Don't worry. Find joy. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll find joy when you're talking to God. Yes. And number two is that, which is very important to understand, is that God's power is made perfect in our weakness. We were designed to be weak. And by weak, like I say, we're victorious in God. So it's not playing the victim in any way, shape, or form. No. It's just not, it's acknowledging our weaknesses and relying on God to get us. Yeah through those weaknesses. Being dependent on God. Yep, during our day. And then three is to trust in God fully. Mm -hmm. And we kind of skipped over a Bible verse that we had. Mom, do you want to read that one? For trusting in God? Yes, it's a good way to end. And it's it's kind of simple, but it's kind of... It's kind of amazing. Yeah. So I'm reading uh, from Psalms. And I'm reading chapter 62, and this is verse 8. And it says, trust in him at all times, you people. That's us. <laughs> you people. We're humans. It's us. It's not the dogs. Not the angels. It's us, people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Y'all, he wants to see all of it. He wants to see the trust just pouring in. He does. And, and it's not sometimes trust him. You know, he didn't, he didn't leave it vague. He said no. trust in him at all, all times. times. And that's kind of what our emphasis has been um, yeah. throughout this podcast. Is that really, it's that connection. Trust him at all times. Yeah, because you can't really trust God and worry at the same time. Well, you really can't. No. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's tough. Like you say, we know. We've been there. So, yeah. um, Well, we, because the flesh is so much different than the spirit when the... The flesh wants to worry. The flesh wants to have the control. Mm-hmm. Like our, our physical selves yeah. want that perfection. But God is perfect in our weakness. So we don't really need to have that perfection. Because nope. if we trust in God, we can trust that his plan and his design is perfect for us. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if I burn the dinner or... Burn the cookies, not the cookies. Or weed out all my plants <laughs> instead of the weeds in the garden. Or, you know, who knows? <laughs> it's just a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. That's, no. We're perfect. Made perfect in yeah. our weaknesses. But, so, trust in him. Love it. Yes. So, after looking at these tips, not worrying and recognizing that God is made perfect in our weakness, or his power is made perfect in our weakness, and being able to trust in him, I really want to close this out in prayer. Yes, please do. I will. So please join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing all of our beautiful listeners here today. We are so incredibly grateful for them, and we know that whatever they're struggling with, whatever they feel weak in, that your power is being made perfect by their weakness. God, help them to recognize that their weakness is not something they should be ashamed of. You took their shame and their guilt when you died for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Woohoo. God, help them to recognize that their weakness is not 
there for nothing. It's being, it's being used for your kingdom and you're going to mm-hmm. make them amazing. God, yes. I just ask that you're able to be with them in their moments of weakness because when we're down, it, we really feel down. Mm-hmm. And so God, I ask that you just lift them up and you comfort them. And I pray that your timing and your will be done. I mm-hmm. ask that you help us to recognize that worry is something that you command us not to do. Mm-hmm. I pray that you just give us peace in our hearts and help us to trust in you that when when we trust in you, we don't have to worry about anything because we can recognize that you are a God of your word and that whatever you have in store is going to be amazing and perfect. Mm-hmm. God, I ask that we give back that control to you. I know for me, it's really hard to just give up that control because I just want to grip things so tightly. But I ask that you take this, take that control away from us and any inclination to want to control things. God, I ask that you are just able to settle our minds and help us to be focused on the spirit. I ask that you help us to focus on you and following you and trusting in you today. God, we love you and we praise you forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' sweet and holy name, what a beautiful and amazing prayer. Thank you. I just thank you for really it. felt it coming. <laughs> yes. Thank you for helping us to embrace our weakness. Yes. Yeah. And move forward in God's trust. So we're honored that you've joined us today. Yeah, thank you so, so much. Honored. We enjoy spending this time with you. And we look forward to seeing you in two weeks. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Signing off in faith and love, Kelly. And Jaina. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. In faith and love, Kelly and Jaina. Bye.